It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at LMFM.ie Okay, parents in Navan Parish have been given allocated times in August for the confirmations of their children as Meath becomes the latest diocese to flout government advice on such ceremonies. Clergy members in the parish say they are absolutely delighted after receiving the go-ahead for confirmations in a letter to all the priests in the diocese from Bishop Tom Dinehan. Father Declan Hurley is parish administrator at Navan Parish and he joins me on the line right now. I suppose, uh, Father Hurley, in light of all the shenanigans that's been going on in the last 24 hours, it would appear, is it fair to say, that the approach being taken by certain bishops around the country to proceed with communions and confirmations is now being seen as the correct approach? Well, good morning, Ken, and good morning to your listeners. Um, look, I, I, I don't know if the, kind of the political shenanigans at the moment around that you know, appointment of Catherine Zappone are really kind of relevant uh, in respect of our confirmations and the celebration of our sacraments. They they form an interesting backdrop, I'll put it that way. Okay, what sort of response are you getting from parishioners in Navan and beyond in the Royal County uh, in relation to plans to proceed with First Holy Communions and confirmations? Yes, well, at the moment, I suppose it's really only in respect to confirmation and uh, the response of the parents uh, and guardians of the 380 plus children here in Navan has been overwhelmingly uh, positive and grateful and people are delighted that it's going ahead. Uh, comments like, well, it's about time and this is wonderful news and, you know, we're, we're so delighted to hear this. Um, one, one, one parent or guardian has expressed concerns to me and um, I'm, meeting, I'm meeting that person to um, explain you know, our, our protocols here in the church and how the regulations, the public health regulations that we are required to observe, how all that will be in place. And I think I'm, I will be in a position to um, reassure her, but overwhelmingly positive. Um, what do you say uh, to people who say that, look, you know, it's all very fine having First Holy Communions and confirmations in the church, and that's fine. People will socially distance. Um, but the issue really here is that when people have their house parties um, or wherever they take their children, that that's where COVID-19 could spread. And if the confirmation and communion ceremonies didn't take place in the first place, there mightn't be these after parties. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, um, I've, you know, I, I have a lot of thoughts on that. Um, one is, you know, I think uh, there's something kind of very wrong, there's something very weird, in fact, about saying to us in the church, you can't do X in case people do Y. You know, I don't think... I don't think we run our society in that way. I don't think we. I don't think we say to to say, for example, pub owners, you can't open in case people drink and drive or in case people get drunk. We don't. We don't. We don't live that way, you know. So that's the first thing I would say there. Um, secondly, I think you know it is a little bit disrespectful of people, you know, to say you know we don't trust you to behave properly. That's what. That's effectively what what that objection is saying, you know, that we trust the church to run its ceremonies properly, but we don't trust people to celebrate properly. And that, you know, I think is very distrustful of people at a, at a time when everybody is saying, you know, we trust people and the government is saying we trust people. But um, so I, I think that's unfair. And also, um, I was very, very struck by the remarks of the Archbishop of Dublin yesterday when he said that um, that you know, the sacraments were being used to lever compliance. I thought that was a very, very powerful statement that, you know, you you use the sacraments, you say, we're not going to let you have your confirmation so that you will comply. And um, I I think that's that's wrong. Okay, but do you not accept that the government at the end of the day is only trying to do good uh, for the people of this country because we're very close to, if you like, coming to an end uh, to this COVID-19 pandemic. And if everybody can just... you know, abide by the rules, we'll get over the line, and in the next few months, in theory, we'll be on the road to getting life back to normal. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, the Church has been exemplary in doing that in all of this time, you know, and um, as you and I'm sure your listeners are are very well aware, um, I think a rather heavy hand has been used with the Church in Ireland during all this time, and we've had, you know, the longest period of closure of churches in the whole of Europe, perhaps even in the world here in Ireland during this pandemic. We've been very, very cooperative up to a point. But I think at the moment, uh, the problem there when you say, but can you not just hold on and just play your part for another few weeks or months? I suppose at that point, you know, at this point, it's the inconsistencies that are creeping in. And we see where other sectors are not being asked to, you know, to wait or to be patient. Other sectors are being given permission to go ahead. And then even then, you know, the the government coming out and saying that weddings can go up to 100. We're looking at this and we're saying, hold on a minute, you're saying, you know, that we can have weddings with 100 people in the church, but we can't have a first communion in the church. So that's where I suppose it's, it's, I think when inconsistencies become so blatant. Okay, but let me let me put this scenario to you. Um, I presume you heard Father Iggy O'Donovan on with us. Uh, I was uh, listening to him. Yes, and he got dragged yeah. away because he was in yes. big demand. But yes. he was making the point that it's an error by the church authorities in this country to proceed with First Holy Communions and confirmations. And I suppose the question I'm going to put to you is that um, when there's public safety... Um, and the issue of making sure that everybody remains healthy and that no more people die from this uh, pandemic, it suggests that there isn't unity uh, within the religious um, community in this country. Would you accept that's the case? I don't. I don't think it's a question of unity. It's, it's obviously you know wherever you have you know people, you have different views. You know, so 
you know, you know that that's a view that has been taken by Father Egi. It also has been taken by the Catholic Priests Association, for example. You know, um, uh, it smacks a little bit to me, though, of the, the comments of the, the Minister for Health, uh, Stephen Donnelly, when he said that um, lives were being put at risk. I, I think everybody recognised that that was scaremongering in the extreme. And uh, in that case, you know, lives are being put at risk in every other sector that's opening up at the moment. So lives are being put at risk uh, with indoor dining. Lives are being put at risk with 40,000 people in Crow Park. Lives are being put at risk with 100 people at a wedding reception. So I think, you know, it's that level of inconsistency that just makes us feel that, hold on a minute, uh, you know, we're not doing anything to put lives at risk here. We're organising our church ceremonies in a perfectly secure, safe way. Uh, the government has already said, has said numerous times that when we organise our ceremonies in a safe way, by observing public health regulations, our churches are safe. Okay, just a couple of few, uh, just a few more questions uh, before I let you go. You're going to have more than 380 children receiving uh, the sacraments in nine shortened ceremonies in Navin's two churches. Now, you will have various protocols in place. Yes. Will you just talk us through what they are for the sure. benefit of parents listening in? Sure, okay. Well, uh, it's exactly the same as what we did last year. Uh, I think it's important to point that out. That's, this is nothing new. This is something that we had to do last year anyway. You know, when we were, I suppose, at a much more serious kind of uh, point in the pandemic. So what happens is that you, you take our St. Mary's Church here. We're allowed to operate a pod system. So a pod, a pod is a section of the church uh, where there are 50 people maximum allowed in a pod, a pod is four metres separate from another pod. A pod has its own door. So people, as they come in, will be asked to sanitise their hands. Then they will be assisted by volunteers uh, to, seat, to be seated in a socially distant manner. Um, when it comes to the point where the children are brought forward uh, to be anointed, it's done in a socially distant way, in a one-way system where nobody's bumping into one another. And then when the ceremony is over, then the people are uh, guided to the doors in a safe manner. And there is one hour between each ceremony to allow for full ventilation of the church. And these are, these are the public health regulations that we have been operating ever since we were uh, given the green light to open up again. It's what we do on a Sunday for Mass, for example, for all our Masses on Sundays and on weekdays. It's what we do for weddings. It's what we do for funerals. Okay, and of course, people will be wearing masks as well. Yeah, and there's what is it? St Mary's and the other one in Navin is St Oliver's. St Oliver's, so yes. St Oliver's, we can operate three pods, and in St Mary's, we operate four pods. Okay, and these nine shortened ceremonies will take place between ten thirty a.m. and seven p.m. on correct. Wednesday week. That's, that's August correct. the eighteenth, and it'll all be done in a very formatted way, so that, as you said, people can come in, they yeah. can sit in their little bubble or pod, as you call yeah. it, and yeah. they will receive the sacraments and then they're guided. I think, you know, uh, I I noticed, you know, you you began your piece by saying, you know, about flouting regulations. I think think it's important to to stress we're not flouting regulations because we are absolutely following, you know, the public health regulations at the moment. Um, What we are doing in this case is that, you know, we we are saying that the advice of government to hold back on celebrating confirmations. We have followed that advice. Okay, well, just on that very point, and this is the last question, uh, Father Hurley, do you feel that the Catholic Church in Ireland, in light of what you've just told us, has been let down by government? 
Well, you know, I think I think we would have expected a bit better from the government. Um, you know, some people have said that we haven't been consulted enough, and yeah, I think that would be that would be true. Uh, personally, I feel that the the fundamental constitutional right of freedom of of worship has, in some way, been forgotten by the government in in all of this time. Uh, they've relegated that to 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 uh, to, to to a lesser degree of importance. And I think I think that's that's regrettable in all of this. Okay, we're going to leave it there. Thanks very much indeed uh, for joining us this morning. That's Father Declan Hurley there, who is the parish administrator uh, at Navin Parish. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.